heard you're running for president. Yeah, I am. Can I ask you a couple of opinions? Oh, no, some hot topics? Of course, I'd love to pay abortion. Uh, mandatory. Everybody gets one. Um, equality. The border? None. Uh, I want more weed, more tequila, more tacos in this country. Socialism or capitalism? A barter system, actually. Um, over-representations of black and brown folks in prisons? Throw some more white people in there. Let's even it out. Uh, fossil fuels or renewable energy? Sticks and stones. What? Caveman style. What, is, what does that even mean? We shall return. Welcome to episode 51 of the I Know Tomorrow podcast. As always, I am your host, Matt. If you haven't listened to any of the prior episodes, please go back and do so on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Download and subscribe if you would. Feel free to email me at iknowpod at yahoo.com with any questions, comments, or feedback that you might have. Or you can also hit me up on Instagram at iknowtomorrowpod. Um... Got a lot to get to this week, uh, so without further procrastination or ado, let's get into it. As if you care. Starting off this week, as always, with As If You Care, where I run through some topics or personal experiences from the past week as if you actually give a fuck. Uh, not sure where to start this week, but... You know, let's first go with the fact that I went to the dentist this week to get fit for uh, my braces or Invisaligners or whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah, that's right. Even at 36, it's never too late to fix your fucked up ass teeth. And before I get into the actual experience, which left me, uh, you know, a little bit shaken, let me just say that once I get these teeth all nice and purdy-like, it's over for y'all. Who is y'all? Everyone. If you're sitting there right now listening to this and you're asking yourself, is he talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. It's over for you. Because once I get these teeth all nice and straight, there's not going to be a damn thing you can say to me or call me except a bitch. And at 36, guess what? I'll take it. I'll be a bitch all day if it means I'm going to go home and sleep in my own bed. That tough guy bullshit should be way out of your system by 36. Now, let's not get this shit twisted. That doesn't mean that you can just talk to me all crazy, but know that I'm not the one who's personally seeking it out. And that part right there especially goes for the person or persons across the street from me who left my damn package on my doorstep with the fucking thing all open. Like, forget the fact that the name on the box wasn't yours. And there's a picture of what's inside the box on the box itself to let your dumbass know that it wasn't yours. If you're still going to bypass all that and go ahead and open that package just to make sure that it wasn't yours, the very least that you could do is put some tape back on the thing to make sure that it's closed again. Or, I don't know, ring a doorbell or knock on the door when you leave it there like a normal human being. Because I seen the package over there earlier, and because there was some bullshit with these people before, I let it play out before I just went out on the steps without 100% certainty that this package was mine. Because I already knew they would have been on some bullshit if I was wrong. 
But <laughs> lo and behold, it was. And there it was, returned to my doorstep a few hours later, open to all of the winter elements. But don't you worry, your time is coming. Anyway, back to this dentist. So I get in there and all I know is I'm just getting fit for the braces or whatever. And then in like six to eight weeks is when I come back to actually get them put on. Because I guess they got to do whatever they got to do to make sure that they fit, right? What I didn't realize was how they were going to get the right measurements. And before I know it, this young lady pulls out (laughs) what looks like a penis-shaped camera. And not like a nice penis, but like a curved head, fucked up sort of penis. Not like the one I'm accustomed to looking at every single day of my life. And within a matter of seconds, she's all up in my mouth with this camera, moving it back and forth. And and not a way that feels like a doctorly way. It was like a slow, seductive almost sort of way. And not that I'm, you know, homophobic or anything. It's, it's not my preference. But could have I at least gotten a heads up that this was going to go down? Because it wasn't like this was just an in and out sort of thing here. She was all up in my mouth for what seemed like hours, but it was probably more like five to ten minutes taking these pictures. And then she's all into it, you know, showing me the pictures and pointing things out here and there. I mean, first of all, as if I even give a shit. But secondly, all I can think about while this is happening is that I just want to go home, take a shower, and go immediately to bed. And normally I sleep butt-ass naked, but that day it felt more like a going to bed in your pants and hoodie sort of a situation because I no longer felt like myself. Something changed. Even if just for that day... Something changed. And I don't even know her name. But part of me feels like my wife needs to go handle that. Because, as I said before, tough guy bullshit is dead. But that should be her mouth to stimulate. I, did, I, I didn't even want to yawn for too long that re- the rest of that day. Just the thought of a dick camera was going to come out of nowhere and just take pictures of every crevice, every every inch of my mouth was just all up in my head. I felt like what I would think Jodie Foster felt like on that pinball machine. And I hope I'm getting that very outdated reference correct. But, oh well. But rest assured for anyone who actually gives a shit, I I am over it. I'm okay now. I can go back to yawning at regular frequency. But heed my warning, world. You have two years to get your shit together before this moneymaker is complete. Do with that what you will. Hope everyone's Thanksgiving was good, and I probably should have started off with that, but the trauma was very real in that exam, guys, so cut me some slack. Um, Mine's was good, though. Uh, Did what a a lot of people probably do and ate a bunch of food like I was going to die the next day. But I tasted some really good pumpkin beer um, that my sister had got from Bonesaw Brewing Company. Uh, so shout out to them because what I liked about it is that normally with a pumpkin beer, they're usually very heavy, um, to where like you feel like you're either going to pass out or give birth after having one or two of them. This one though was very light. 
So it wasn't something that was overbearing on your stomach. So again, shout out to them. Shout out to my sister for getting it for me. But um, on another note, it was also the first year that my mom was not here to do her traditional stuffing. And I wanted to say shout out to my sisters for doing that and holding that part of it down because that's something that I look forward to every single year and I take my stuffing very seriously. Um, And in case you wanted to know, I did cry at the very first bite of it, which without that context, you probably would have just thought that I was some foodie weirdo or maybe a, a, you know, a real life representation of that guy from Ratatouille that damn near like came in his pants when he ate that food that a rat cooked, but no rats and uh, no cum for me though, which by the way, what, what a... What a combination that's got to be. I mean, it's something you could probably find in most city alleyways, I'm sure. But also something that you probably wouldn't want to find. But, you know, who am I to judge? Thanksgiving, though, did bring up a few things that I wanted to talk about with you all. Um, First of which being, when is the absolute last day for it to be acceptable to eat leftovers? Because I think I pushed it into Monday but I didn't feel right about it. Like Sunday, I think, probably is the very last day. And then anything after that probably should go. Statute of limitations is ran out at that point. Because like I said, I think I ate something on Monday for lunch. But in my soul, something just didn't feel right. Like the taste was fine. It was still good. It didn't taste like it was bad. But once it got into my stomach, I regretted that decision. And much like with the penis cam incident, after that, I just wanted to put on some sweats and go to bed. But thankfully, instead of doing that, I actually did run a few miles to sweat off some of that food and some of that shame. (laughs) But let me know what you guys think, because I feel like it's a conversation where you might learn something you didn't already know about the person you're having that conversation with. Like one minute, everything is cool. Everything's fine with the world. And the next thing you know, they provide you with an answer. And you're thinking, how could I have been best friends with a fucking dirtball? And then it spirals out of control to where not only do you think a week is way too long to have that food sitting in your fridge, but now you know that they don't think systemic racism is a thing. And you're sitting there like, yeah, a week is way, way too long. And I thought the government was the only people not admitting to that. And before I get off of Thanksgiving completely, and I may have mentioned this last year around this time, but just as a reminder for anyone who heard it and forgot or anybody who has not heard it, don't do Friendsgiving. Just don't. Stop being my friend if you do a Friendsgiving. Because if you didn't get an invite to the day that the world is celebrating this holiday with all this food, they don't like you. That person is not your friend. Friendsgiving is nothing more than a fancy hangout. And guess what? I don't want to do a fancy hangout with my friends. I don't want to impress you. And and as a matter of fact, I'm actually trying to underwhelm you, if anything, because I don't want to go anywhere. Not to a Friendsgiving, not to a gender reveal, you know, like you're announcing fucking nominees for the Oscars. And not to your kid's half birthday, because why? 
But believe me, I make enough money and I'm more than comfortable staying home with my own snacks and my own alcohol. Off of that though, let me get to my next point since uh, I brought up that this tough guy shit is dead earlier in the podcast. For any man who still isn't getting their nails done, both hands and feet, because I don't know, you think it's gay or not manly to do so, stop it. Cut the bullshit, do yourself a favor, and go, to, go get a manicure and a pedicure. It's amazing. It's so relaxing. I go with my sisters once a month, and it's another reason that after these teeth are fixed, there's nothing you can say about me. I'm fucking cute. But I bring this up to say that after we went for our monthly session, we're sitting there and we're talking, and an interesting conversation came up. And I want to pose this question to you all. The question being, why is it that older, the older people get, the more the majority, if not all they want to talk about, has something to do with their health? And believe me, I'm not pointing fingers here because I find myself doing it too. Like, someone asks you how you're doing, and more often than not, an old person's going to respond with something like, you know, my, my damn bones are aching and my back's acting up because of this cold weather because you know how weather does to old bones. And if it was me, it'd be like, Matt, shut up. You're 36, not 96. But for someone older, you kind of have no choice but to respond with, uh, yeah, I know that fucking sucks. I, I don't really know what else to say because how else would you respond? Although, if, you're, if we're being honest here, nobody wants to know how you're really doing when they ask that question. They just want a response that resembles... Yeah, I'm good. How are you? No one's ever going to be ready for a response like, oh, how am I doing? Oh, I don't know. I drink myself to sleep damn near every night and cry myself to sleep on the nights I don't. And I've been looking more and more into religion in the afterlife because I'm contemplating just ending it all. But (laughs) I don't know, man. Enough about me. How are you? Not only is that a good way to get an intervention to pop off on your behalf, But I think that's going to make for a lot of alone time at whatever place you guys are all at. Because you will be the topic of conversation, but none of those conversations will require your input. (laughs) But believe me, I I get it, old people. Like, my back hurt for two straight days this past weekend, and it literally took over my brain. Now, what I would suggest to you, though, much like with me, I mean... (laughs) whoa I mean random depressed guy just keep that shit to yourself because it sucks to say but nobody really cares and more importantly than that it makes for some horrible talk over the dessert table at Thanksgiving as if lastly I want to bring up something I'm pretty sure I mentioned a few episodes back but you guys (sighs) Jesus Christ you guys have got to stop with these unnecessary and over-exaggerated headlines. Because as I went into um, Internet Explorer or whatever the fuck to look up something for work, the home screen that comes up is msn.com. And just as I was about to click on, you know, the saved favorites to go to the website that I needed to go to, I saw a story with the following headline. Zendaya's spine dress is blowing dot my dot mind dot and as much as i was confused by spine dress 
I'm more concerned about the dots in between blowing my mind. Like, is that for added emphasis? Because I'm pretty sure it's not grammatically correct. And I bring this up not only to bring light to how much this headline is not needed or the story is not needed, but also due to the ridiculousness of the headline itself. And and this has nothing to do with Zendaya. I mean, she's great. But her dress blew your mind? Like, if you look up the term mind-blowing in the dictionary, it says overwhelmingly impressive or inducing hallucinations. <laughs> so are you going to sit there and tell me that a dress worn by Zendaya, or I mean, I don't know, anyone for that matter, did so much for you that it caused you to have hallucinations? That's what fucking did it? And not these other two headlines that I came across shortly after that one? First one being, football field-sized asteroid to approach Earth on Monday night, one of several in the coming weeks. Let's repeat that again. Football field-sized asteroid to approach Earth on Monday night, comma, one of several in the coming weeks. Now let's go to the second one. Women, or women, it wasn't multiple, it was just one. Woman allegedly breastfeeds cat on Delta flight as horrified passengers look on. <laughs> Much like I did with the first one, let's say this one more time in case that, that didn't seep into you enough. Woman allegedly breastfeeds cat on Delta flight as horrified passengers look on. Now, <laughs> now look, I saw the dress and while it's very nice, it's, it's a little weird, but it's nice. It wasn't overly impressive, let alone capable of inducing hallucinations. Those two that followed after it? Shit, at the very least, they were overly disturbing, and they almost induced both shit out of my ass and food from earlier in the day to find its way back up my throat and out of my fucking mouth. Thankfully, though, I was able to hold it all together, and that actually, the, the ability to hold it all together is what actually blew my mind. Especially after <laughs> ooh, a visual found its way into my head for the second one where the woman is breastfeeding Mrs. B Mr. Bigglesworth. And it's not because that's my go-to cat when I think of cats, but that was the picture that they used to accompany this headline. A cat who actually took to the nipple? If I had to think about it, I, I would probably go with something more like Garfield instead of Mr. Bigglesworth. That being said, though, guys... Oh, please, I, I, I'm begging you, stop with the stupid, unnecessary headlines. I don't need to know about how Zendaya's dress blew your mind so much to the point that you added unnecessary periods into your sentence. Now, the potential that I could enter a Delta flight and a woman is breastfeeding a cat? That type of headline? That is some Lori Beth Demberg vital information for everyone's everyday life. Wait. What did you say? We've come to the second segment of the podcast titled, Wait, What? 
where I go in depth on a topic or two that has caught my attention over the past week or so. Um, This week, though, nothing new has really caught my eye um, other than the woman breastfeeding a cat, albeit on an airplane. And one last thing there, can we take out the alleged part of that headline? Because do we really think that that many people are just going to make that shit up? As if a flight wasn't uncomfortable enough, you had to add that to the festivities? Seriously. But what I figured I would take this time to do is to touch on a few updates to some stories that I've talked about in the last few episodes. The first of which is something I never thought that I would have to speak to again, but I felt compelled yet again. So I went on Hulu to put something on because, you know, that's what you do when you're on Hulu. And I came across this documentary titled Astroworld Concert from Hell. Now, before I get into what triggered me about this specifically, how long does it have to be before you can come out with a documentary on something? Because when I think of a documentary... I think of something that, at the very least, is close to a resolution. Not something that just happened like a month ago. And I think of something that took years and years to compile information, and then another year or two just to make sense of all that information and then put it together into a digestible piece of work. So with that being said, I immediately call bullshit on the documentary part of this and then I get into the title and I'm not saying all documentaries aren't biased because believe me most of them are biased and made to fit in an agenda so that's not what I'm saying here but for something that just happened doesn't it seem like you can kind of tell where this is going just from the title even if you weren't going to watch it and what's even more funny about this whole situation is that when I went back to Hulu to make sure that I got this title right, I couldn't find it. So then I started to question myself, like, was it even on Hulu that you saw this or one of the many, many other streaming services that you have? Then I felt like, man, do, do I have too many streaming services? But before I continued down this rabbit hole, I looked it up online because, you know, you can do that nowadays. You don't have to wait uh, for the most updated encyclopedia to come to your door before you could say, oh yeah, that was the name of that shit. So I look it up and lo and behold, I find this. Hulu pulls Astroworld concert from hell documentary after criticism. Huh. Would you look at that? No, I didn't read the article, but... Not due to any laziness on my part, at least in this case, but I already knew what type of criticism could make this be removed. And it's what led me to talk about this situation yet again today. And again, to be clear, my stance is that I don't know if or how much Travis Scott is to blame for what happened here. I'm not sure that there's a right answer, But I have heard a wrong one from many, many people. And again, my problem isn't that his name is mentioned among those in need of blame. It's the degree of blame that is solely being placed on him. Travis Scott didn't just pop up out of nowhere, 
tell a bunch of people, hey, I'm having a concert, and then people showed up. There were many other people, including a whole management team and local police, uh, you know, among other private security, I assume, that took part in what happened at this concert. And to go back to this documentary, giving it that title only seems to want to point the finger at Travis Scott some more. Because when we see Astroworld, you think Travis Scott, not his management team, which I'm not 100% certain, but I believe it's Rock Nation is his management team, or anyone else for that matter. Now, again, I wasn't able to watch it because they pulled it, obviously. So I don't know what direction this was going into or if it was just simply a recap of all the horrible details, which even if it was just that, what poor taste that would be to highlight something so soon after it just happened. Like, what family who just lost a loved one, let alone a parent who took his nine-year-old child there only to have him pass in such a gruesome way, who of them wants to see something like this highlighted as soon as they log into Hulu? More so than just getting clicks or views or getting streams, can we just get back to common decency and humanity by using what I would assume to just be common sense? To not air this, let alone highlight it? We're talking about people's lives and traumas that you're playing with here. Not the fucking World Series or the new season of Claws that I'm sure everyone wants to make sure that you don't miss. That, and I believe me, there are way better documentaries out there you can spend your time on. And with that being said, um, I'd like to transition into the other story that I've been seeing almost on an everyday basis, even after he was found not guilty. This, of course, being the update concerning Kyle Rittenhouse and whether or not he should be allowed to take classes at ASU. Now, before I get into the issue I have with this situation, I do have another question. When did ASU (laughs) become a school that so many people are interested in who can or cannot take classes there? Because I'm sure it's a fine school, don't get me wrong, but I don't think I ever recall it being revered as like the Harvard of the West. If anything, I kind of remember some years ago that it was being mentioned amongst the uh, top party schools, if anything. So who gives a shit who's taking classes there? So now let's transition this into this particular situation. And again, I ask, who gives a shit who is or is not taking classes at ASU? Even if that who is Kyle Rittenhouse. Because regardless of how you felt about the verdict or how the gun charge, which seemed to be like a slam dunk, uh, just got thrown out without much discussion. What does any of that have to do with him taking classes? Now, ASU themselves, the university, can decide whether or not uh, he can because it's their school, obviously. But why should anyone else care? I guess maybe if you're some kid who got denied or didn't get the class you wanted and he took your spot. In that case, I mean, I'm with you. Fuck that nerd. But other than your own personal feelings about this kid, why should that mean he shouldn't get the education that a school like ASU 
is able to provide. It's not about the court case. It's not about the right versus the left. Those both are separate things that in themselves come with different agendas. Just because, you know, I think it's bullshit that people bought his fake tears shouldn't mean that I should want anything bad or good for him. That shit will play itself out one way or the other without me. It's not up to us to decide. I've said it before and I'll continue to say it. Just because you can have an opinion on something doesn't mean that you should have an opinion on something. In the case that you find that there's nothing nice to say, much like me with this kid, just shut the fuck up. We have to be okay with shutting the fuck up. We have to make it cool to shut the fuck up. Forget make America great again, because better doesn't mean great, but let's make the slogan for 2022 as we wind down 2021, make America shut the fuck up again. Put it on a t-shirt and do it with the STFU because nobody wants to see a shirt with so many words on it. And, and whoever's out there listening, don't try to use my idea either because I've had way too many ideas come to fruition without me in the past that I'm not letting this one go. New merch is on the way. Believe that. This is the last call. Last call. Last call. We have arrived at last call where I leave you with some parting words before sending you off to hopefully enjoy the rest of your week. And since we just came off a holiday that makes most people think about what they're thankful for, here's something that I'm not thankful for. And this probably could have gone in the beginning, but I saved it here for the end just so this is the last thing that you hear before I leave you. So I'm not thankful for customer service. And maybe better yet put, what has become of customer service? And I have two scenarios for you to go over in addition to the delivery fiasco that I talked about in the beginning. So first, I had my TV just stop working out of nowhere on Friday night after I unplugged everything to get my Christmas lights together because the Friday after Thanksgiving has become my day to put up all my Christmas shit, which I think is the correct day to start it. And, you know, so I needed a new TV. And as much as it sucked to have to spend money that I didn't know I had to spend, what a good time for your TV to quit, right? So I go online, I order a TV from Walmart for in-store pickup since their TV prices were slightly better than everybody else's. And it tells me that the TV should be ready to be picked up anytime after 2.30. Just look out for a confirmation email. So 2.30 comes. I don't have an email yet, but I'm already out and about because I'm getting a haircut that Saturday. So I thought to myself, I'm already out. Let me just go over there and see what's up. So I get over there, head inside, see a great big sign that says pick up, but nobody's there. So I wait a few minutes. Nobody comes. Then I head over to customer service. I let them know. They paid somebody. And as luck would have it, though, by the time I get back, someone is there, which <laughs> to customer service probably made me look like a liar. But whatever. If, if I can be a bitch, I can be a liar, too. And by the time I walk back there, not only is there somebody who works there now there, there are also three other people asking for help. Fuck me, right? I just stood in a line to tell someone that I need help over there. 
only to come back to be the fourth person in the line that now he, you know, needs help. So <laughs> the chick who's there is just standing there. She's she doesn't say anything, she doesn't do anything. So after, you know, a few seconds of awkward staring, because she's staring right back at everyone without saying a fucking word. So I thought to myself, I'll break the silence. And I asked, uh, are you able to help us? To which she replied, you're going to have to wait for her. (laughs) Wait for her? In my head, you are the her that should be helping me. At that point, how can the follow-up be anything other than, so then what the fuck are you doing standing here if you can't help anybody? Right? Eventually, her shows up, and she has a bit of what I would call an attitude, which I get it. It's retail. It's Black Friday weekend. But I don't want to be here more than you do, and at least you're getting paid to be here. So... The first guy that's in line explains to her that, you know, he's here to pick up a package that they gave him a time of 1230, that it should be ready any time after that. But when he went to the kiosk, it still says not ready, not when it will be ready, just not ready. So as you would expect, he asks, uh, I don't know, can you tell me when it will be ready? To which she replies, it will be ready when it's ready. And, and not only it will be ready when it's ready, but like with a little bit of spice on it to so be like, it will be ready when it's ready. <laughs> and I think to myself, when did it become acceptable for someone who's paid to service the customer to completely not give a fuck and give such an answer that murder would be an acceptable response? Not first degree because it wasn't premeditated. It was just on the spot murder. It will be ready when it's ready? Are you fucking kidding me? I understand that it's Walmart and you you kind of know what you're getting yourself into right from the bat. But that's the step up from you're going to have to wait for her? Then to finish us off, I have another customer service question. When did people delivering a package just stop knocking on the door or ringing the doorbell when they're there with your shit? Because we're redoing uh, my son's room. And because of that, I was waiting on a new mattress for his new bed to be delivered today. So I'm thinking mattress person might need some assistance. So being the nice guy that I am, I was looking out for this delivery all damn day. And at one point, I faintly remember hearing something while I'm on the phone with my job. But I look out the door and I don't see anything. So I'm sitting there refreshing, you know, the tracking info. And I see that it's now showing that it was delivered like five minutes ago. So after that, I walk outside expecting it to be on someone else's doorstep. Only to find it off to the side of the front door. Which, thankfully, I saw it. But we're talking about a mattress here. Not exactly something that I just want to leave outside either to the elements or to someone feeling frisky. So I ask, is it that hard to just knock on the door or ring the damn doorbell and just wait a few moments to see if anyone is home before you just leave their shit there? 
Is it that hard to just be nice to someone, especially when it's your job to do so? I know communication in general for humans has lost a lot with the advancement of technology, but can we get just a little bit closer back to the idea of the customer is always right as opposed to, oh, I don't know, the customer's a pain in my ass? Spread love, not hate. And remember, closed mouths don't get fed. I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Not like a nice penis, but like a curved head. Fucked up sort of penis. No rats and uh, no cum for me, though. How am I doing? Oh, I don't know. I drink myself to sleep damn near every night and cry myself to sleep on the nights I don't. And I've been looking more and more into religion in the afterlife because I'm contemplating just ending it all. At the very least, they were overly disturbing and they almost induced both shit out of my ass and food from earlier in the day to find its way back up my throat and out of my fucking mouth. Bye.